of Soul Insight Podcast. First, do no harm. As we record today, some things are happening in Ottawa. By the time this gets out, we won't know the result. There are people, which you won't see on any corporate media, or if you do see it, it's going to be slanted in ways that are so completely unethical and dishonest. People around the world in various places have been and are standing up to what I will call tyranny. It is tyranny to force anything on anyone, especially when we see now the places where this, quote, medicine has been distributed is also the places where people are getting sicker. I pray for this world I pray for every single one of us because this is complex, extremely confusing. So confusing that it took me months where I had to take a break in order to research more and really understand what was going on. But I can see that there is a pattern and there are very similar patterns taking place across the entire world. It's very clearly also been socially engineered This social engineering actually began with social media. Those of you who are old enough to remember what it was like before social media may have noticed that as the years have gone by, people have become more and more polarized to the point where they hate members of their family and members of different political parties. When actually, if you really look at it and you scratch beneath the surfaces, all of the surfaces of looking good and being on the right side and the right team, a two-party system is a joke, first of all. And second of all, if you follow the money, the same big corporations actually fund both parties. So while they've had most of the public fighting against each other, these plans to control through, quote, medicine, technology, government, media, and agriculture, pretty much everything that we depend on as a civilization. I I really want to get beyond right and left in anything and look at ways to find common ground. Those of us who will be able to survive are those of us who can also think in ways that are more expansive than these stories that we've been told. The last months too, on a personal level, have been extremely, extremely difficult. Violations of privacy and basic dignity I got out of the situation, and unfortunately, the authorities or those that are here to protect us are so overwhelmed or so understaffed that they're not able to assist. I'm so tired of injustices, and it seems more and more that it's becoming enhanced. And so my decision is to go to places and be around people who actually have full hearts and who are able to go beyond these boxes that we've so clearly been put into. 
remember living in Spain and doing a class on family trees. And when we got to the years of the Civil War, how so many families were broken up and so much trauma happened. The Civil War is when family members and people of a community go against each other. It's really easy to do at this point with so much fear and lies on the television as well as in social media. Now we do have alternative media, which is fantastic, and they are growing. But also beware, because to go too far on one side or the other, it's like identifying with two teams. And as a culture, as a society, we are much more complex than that. If you can limit the toxicity that you are exposed to, whether that's with people or what you see on the screen. I realize too that I've been, well, almost addicted to analyzing what was happening around the world. And I've always been looking for solutions of how to make things better. That was the reason I started this whole project, was to look at ways that we could work together to improve our systems so that they don't cause unnecessary harm. That now seems... I hate to say it, but almost funny. Because the harm that has happened since this whole process began in 2019 is beyond the words that I can express. And it pains me incredibly to see people so separated and divided and deluded. I also know that there are greater forces. There are divine forces that have always been with us. And I will say, the last situation that I was in, that was absolutely terrifying. I did call on the divine. I did ask for as many miracles as possible. And they came. Not only was I able to get out of a situation, I came to a new situation, an improved situation. And I will continue to keep my focus on that because I also see that what I focus on grows. So I invite you, if you're in a place where you're being abused in any way, or discredited, or threatened, or violated, to really ground yourself and ask in prayer, ask for what you need. See if you can find another way. There's no reason to stay stuck. It's already hard enough in this new world order that we've entered. I don't want that kind of world. And I realize as well that, well, it's up to me to create another world. And I know that there's a lot of us that are desiring the same thing. Now, I've also seen in history with every revolution, there's always kickback. And it's much more complex than the history books have told us. I don't have the answers. But I know that I have had divine intervention and other people as well. And there is a great power in the power of our word and the power of our voice and staying in our heart and not letting any kind of system social engineer us. It's so clear to me this social engineering at this point. So many places in the San Francisco Bay Area and Portland, all of the quote, liberal areas that I had experienced the last 10 years had become horrifying. 
people were ignoring other people and dividing them and telling stories about the past that aren't necessarily the whole truth. And the hatred, the hatred that I saw in all these, quote, leftist groups that were supposedly for the liberation of other people, well, the hatred for the other, for the red ones, the conservatives, the religious right, the hatred was so strong. There were so many groups I literally had to walk out of. So this social engineering happened before this sickness that is now growing and it's growing more where there are higher vaccinations. And yet the TV and all the corporate media and all the fact checkers are saying exactly the opposite. This is beyond anything I ever imagined. But I also realized I can't waste my time being stuck in that insanity because time is precious and it is a gift to be alive. So if you recognize the insanity and it's pulling you in, check it out. We do have a way out. And you know what that is? Imagination. Once I start imagining different things, once I begin to take my own power back and I become more self-reliant and I find ways in which I can do things in, in systems that do not oppress, once I begin to imagine different ways of being and doing things, the world does open up. And now imagine if so many of us began to imagine something different and worked to create something different, not going against the system, but creating our own systems, parallel systems. This can happen on a local level, a city level, a state level, and nationally. We waste so much time fighting and projecting onto the, quote, other team. But this other team is your brother and sister. This other team is in one way or another related to you. And while the people fight against each other and project their own hatred onto the other, guess what? We're wasting time. Time is precious and life is precious. So let's use it. The other thing that this culture really struggles with is this death. People are terrified of death. Part of the campaign of this, this whole last two years has been fear-mongering people with death and actually killing people and actually doing things that would harm in medical institutions that are supposed to be there to heal. We have come into an inverted reality. And these things didn't just start happening. They were happening previously. I have had horrible experiences in hospitals where I've worked in their medical schools and I have seen horrible things in the hospitals before any of this ever started. Healthcare and healing is a basic right, but not when it's built out of drugs that keep people dependent and actually make people sick. I've also seen this for many, 
many years. I want you to know there are other ways of doing things, that there are other ways of finding healing. There's no one way. The other thing that I began to realize was that a lot of these systems, these systems of control through social media, through being online, through the digitization of almost everything, that these systems were put in place actually to control the masses. I can remember way back in the 90s, 1993, 1994, some friends of mine out of college were beginning to work for a company called Microsoft. And in the contract, it stipulated that everything that you did in that company was property of that company in this universe and beyond. Now, in 1994, that seemed very, very strange to me. I thought, well, okay, I guess companies have ownership in everything, never realizing the reach, what kind of reach Bill Gates would have across the world in pharmaceuticals, in genetically modifying seeds, and, well, the latest attempt to block out the sun, at least that got stopped. But why is he on television then saying there's going to be smallpox released in airports? What are these people saying? And as soon as I started researching Davos, well... The Federal Reserve, the Rockefellers, blah, 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 blah. All these things that if I spoke about it with groups on the left, I would be considered QAnon. Guess what? I'm none of those things. I am a human being who likes to research and investigate and also critically think and question. And sometimes my mind can change. But the most horrible thing that I've noticed as well during these two years is most of the people I knew just stopped thinking. They stopped questioning and they followed the narrative of their political party. Now, interesting, the left buckled down and masked up and got their vaccines and said everything was great and they followed the leader. And my friends on the right, they were doing whatever they wanted, had completely free lives. Some of them decided to take this medicine. Other people decided not to take this medicine. And their lives were, I'll just say, had a lot higher quality. And I would watch my friends on the left become more and more hardened and hateful and despising of anything it had to do with another political party. This is social engineering at its finest. So those of you who can see through it, wake up. We are much more than two different political parties. We are much more than any kind of identity. We are spiritual beings having an experience in a human body. This kind of division is what leads to more control and more suppression. I can remember in 2014, I attended a, a fairly big conference in Silicon Valley. A woman was awarded a million dollars right in front of me for this new AI in which every picture you posted 
it would be able to look at and identify every single object from the necklace that you wore to your brand of clothes to what kind of shoes your kid wore, what kind of furniture you have in your house. All this was already being categorized beginning in 2014. And here we are. Every single person's data is being collected and stored without any kind of real regulation. It's been said that data is the new oil and the data, not only from everything that you look at, your pictures, the words you say, your whole personal life is being taken. But now, actually it started before, data from your body, what your heart rate is, what this is, what that is. I just had to get a new cell phone, even though I don't really use them. And this new cell phone, unless I turned off the applications, was measuring my steps, my heartbeat, and my rate of sleep. That's a little too much information, and I'm not sure who I'm giving it to and why. The system has been set up to control the masses. It's really hard because I, I didn't want to come to that conclusion, but I can see it very, very clearly now. That same day that the woman won a million dollars for her AI that identified everything in photographs, it was the same day that Facebook bought Oculus. And a friend of mine knew someone and I was able to test out Oculus. And it was an image of a man tied up in a chair. From my point of view, I was another man with a gun. It was a very realistic looking environment. Not the best, but pretty good. But I found when I moved around in this VR environment, I started to feel very, very sick and I took it off. It was moving too fast and something happened in my brain and I got nauseous. So I took off the headset and spoke to one of the people there and he said, yeah, yeah, it actually, you know, for adults, it is a problem, but I, I use it with my two-year-old and three-year-old and their brains are able to adapt. So for the kids, it's not going to be a problem. So here we are in 2022 with Meta and virtual reality being marketed not only to the children, but to the many adults who don't want to deal with the reality that we're facing right now. If you are constantly plugged in from the moment you wake up until the moment that you go to bed with your cell phone and all of the news and all of the AI echo chambers that are just reinforcing ideas, this is how the controllers control. Because those in real power don't have any political party. They're beyond political parties. And they're in part of investment firms that are clearly, clearly investing in a lot of, quote, medicine and media and big tech and war. What an uncomfortable truth. With some of my friends on the left side, it's like we're sitting there and there's the biggest elephant ever. But they just say, oh, honey, don't go down the rabbit hole. Just 
Check in with the New York Times once or twice a week and you'll be informed. Wow, it's hard to watch that happen. I started imagining. I was in so much pain and I was frozen. I was frozen from all of the trauma and the violations and the lies and people ignoring things and just following along. And so I started to imagine, what did I really, really want? And I followed it. And the world opened up for me. I wanted a new matrix, another matrix, something much more human, connected to nature, connected to the elements, connected to life itself, a place to watch the sun rise and set, see the snow, watch it melt, live and work and steward the land around me and those around me as well, to care for them. I had to go into the drugstore the other day and a beautiful young woman was sitting scrunched up in a corner with her hand covering her mouth. I looked at her and I said, hey, hey, what, what, what can I get you? What do you need? You know, you can uncover your face because I'd really love to see you. And she pulled her hand off of her face and she looked at me. She was a beautiful young woman. And I said, really, what do you need? I'll get it for you right now. She said, you know, my house just burned down. And I just made a post on Facebook to see if anyone would help me. I have a little girl. And she's four years old. And um, she lost everything. Could you give me some crayons and a coloring book? And some things that she could do art? Listen, <laughs> of course I can. Of course I can. And I asked her, I said, would you like to pray right now? So I started the prayer asking for, for good things for both of us and calling in the highest beings of light and calling in for help and support for the both of us. And I asked her, I said, would you like to add to this prayer? And her prayer was so eloquent, so beautiful, so humble. I just began to cry. I looked at her. I said, I'll be right back. I went into the drugstore and the kindest people were working there. I got everything I needed and I was in line. And there was an elder woman who also was in line, and she had less things than me. And I said, oh, listen, hey, I'm, I'm not in a hurry. If, if, if you would like to go ahead, ma'am, please do. And she said, oh, that's so kind. She said, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of tired. She said, I used to be really strong. Once I was a, a farmhand, and I used to live, I used to lift like 100-pound sacks of potatoes. But now... And I said, wow, I said, that's, that's amazing. Wow, that you were lifting these, these potatoes and that you were a farmhand. I said, how wonderful. I said, yes, please, please go ahead of me. 
And the lady at the cash register, I couldn't see her smile because we all have to wear those masks, but I could see her eyes twinkling. And she said to me, gosh, that's so nice. It's so nice to see people talking to each other this way. And I said, yeah. And she said, I, I think you're an angel. I said, I think we're all angels. And a lot of us have just been asleep. An angel is a being, at least for me, that reminds us of our divinity. And I have seen divinity these weeks in so many other human beings. It just takes a second to stop and acknowledge them. To stop and see if someone else might need something or just need to talk. It's hard to do in cities that are full of fear, but it's still possible because divinity and miracles and living and speaking from our heart, it has no limits no matter where you are. You're much more powerful than you've been told. You have more healing capabilities than you realize. Your mind is so powerful, it can direct your body, it can change cells, it can emit frequencies that heal just by walking in the room. So I ask you, please continue to use your imagination. Don't let them feed you everything and tell you everything. There is more than meets the eye much more than meets the eye and pray pray no matter what your affiliation pray ask for what you need do some nice things for other people and learn how to be self-reliant i will tell you if you're listening to this now the same pattern is happening around the world there are serious food restrictions, there will be energy restrictions, there'll probably be internet restrictions, everything that we were used to is going to be restricted and controlled in new ways. So I ask you to learn about your own self-reliance, learn how to live, to be present to who is around you, to the life that is around you, and also to the children. They are our future protect them, let them breathe, let them play. And if you would be interested in a conversation, an energetic consult, reading, or distance healing, please do contact me at soulinsight.net. Thanks for listening.